Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. What an exciting day. I have a lot to tell you. Um, yes, I want you to know I am going to continue the story I started in my last podcast about the magic of what they call true name. But first, I want to go ahead and announce the details regarding my huge event in Las Vegas. It is finally posted on the Internet. It's called Finding Your Magic. It is a one-time only event, and only 100 people will be admitted. And uh, I posted this on the Internet just now, and within two minutes, I already sold two tickets. And so I'm not exaggerating when I say that these tickets are going to vanish in no time. This event is going to be at MGM's world-famous Excalibur Hotel and Casino on the Vegas Strip. And it's three days. It'll be May 16th, 17th, and 18th of this year, 2018. Now, May 16th is the Wednesday. So what that means is you'll you'll come in, you'll check in on Wednesday. The event will be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then you check out and you can fly home or whatever on Saturday. And so if you're working a regular schedule, that'll give you Sunday to sort of get your head back on straight, rest up before you go to work. So let me first tell you a bit about the inspiration for this event. As you know, over the years, I have studied a lot about the relationship between matter and energy and how to tap into that and use it for all forms of manifestation. And when it comes to people using different types of methods for their own purposes, I found that a lot of people are are different when it comes to what works well for them. For example, one person might say, I love using wishing machines. This is my favorite tool ever. It's changed my life. And then you might have another person who says, I'm not really interested in wishing machines because I'm not very technical. I don't like that they've got dials and knobs and, and stuff like that. I prefer to use a magic wand. Well, then you might have somebody who says, no, I'm not into magic wands. I enjoy mental techniques like the ones you talk about and use the force. Or somebody else might be into dowsing. Or somebody else might say, and I've heard this from many people, look, nothing works for me. Nothing has ever worked for me. I'm just not that kind of person. I just can't manifest things. So, you know, I've, I've tried here and there and just it never worked out for me. So I studied all these different types of people, these different personality types. And did experiments. Now, this is going back many, many years. And finally, I had an aha moment where I realized a system that will match people up personally with the perfect technique that works for them. And when you do this, and you match the person up with the technique, it's like there is a little lightning strike, a little electric spark. And they go, wow, I had no idea I could do this. And suddenly, it changes their lives. And so after discovering this process, I decided I would write a guidebook that explains how to do it. And then the next logical step was, you know what, instead of just putting a book out there, why don't I do some kind of an event? And I bring people in, and we have exercises, and I show them, and I demonstrate this. And then the idea just kept getting bigger and bigger, and my imagination, my imagination kept running wilder and wilder. And I started realizing just how much fun we could have with this. And that has turned into this event at the Excalibur, which, by the way, is it's a huge castle. It's a big palace. It's a place that looks like a magical land to begin with. And this is going to be three days of fun, information, and exercises that will personally match you with your perfect system to manifest what you want. 
So I'm going to be personally hosting and guiding through this experience over three days. So we'll be hanging out the whole time. And, and I've invited my friend, Dr. John Alexander. Some people know him as Colonel John Alexander to be a special speaker on telekinesis, remote viewing, and more. Now, this is a real treat. You know, I've mentioned before, George Clooney played a character inspired by him in the movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats. Uh, so, you know, that'll give you an idea of some of the background that John Alexander has. He has just an incredible uh, history. He's been a, a world traveler, et cetera. So he's going to be speaking. Um, and I'm also going to bring out some goodies for you that you're not going to be expecting. Um, you, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I've talked a lot about how the U.S. government has been back engineering UFO debris, and where are they storing this stuff? Well, the New York Times says they're storing it in Las Vegas. And I have some strange debris from Roswell that has never before been presented to the public. Now, I do have one piece of debris that I have presented to the public twice, but I have other debris that has never been presented. And I'm talking about stuff that is so weird that when you put it in an electrostatic field, it stands up and levitates and spins around, and you'll get to see some of the stuff. But furthermore, I'm going to bring it out and let you play with it. So you'll be playing with this weird stuff from Roswell in Las Vegas. Um, I have got so many surprises. People are they're interested in the parasitic sigils that I make, the process where I take tones and play them in water with messages encoded in them and image them in various ways to get magical symbols and sigils. I'm going to demonstrate that live and teach you how to do that. Um, I've never demonstrated that live before. This will be the first time, so you get to experience all that. Um, we're ultimately going to end up in a situation where we've got these stations that will have all these exercises planned for you, and I'll rotate you from station to station. And it's like, for example, when uh, you get the wishing machine station, guess who's going to be there? Dr. Boulder will be there himself. Um, I mean, we're going to be on a property that has 24-hour entertainments. There's a casino 24 hours a day. We're going to go to the casino. You're going to put some of your exercises to work there. I guarantee you some of you are going to win so much money in the casino that this will practically be a free trip for you. Um, I mean, I have added in all kinds of goodies. I'm throwing a huge party that's included with food and beer and wine and mixed drinks and sodas. And, you know, we got vegetarian stuff. I mean, there, there's just so much here. You're going to have to go to the website to look at everything. And I've added in a lot of free time because the property there, it has also a big arcade for uh, non-gambling purposes. So if you're not interested in, uh, in gambling, that's fine. You can go there and play. There is um, a, a spa there which is actually where I had the idea for this event, just chilling out and relaxing in the spa. There's 24, a whole huge 24-hour like restaurant court with restaurants and a, and a fantastic classic uh, Vegas buffet. Um, there's a tram there that will take you for free to other properties up and down the Strip. I mean, there's just so much. But a lot of people know, of course, that I was on the show Ghost Adventures, and I worked with the host, Zach Bagans, on uh, a number of TV series like Paranormal Challenge and Paranormal Paparazzi. And Zach, he's got this brand-new museum that he opened up in Vegas called the Haunted Museum, which has the most creepy and macabre collection of things I've ever seen. 
in the haunted mansion. And so if that's something that you want to go check out, I'm even going to arrange an optional field trip. So, you know, you can get on a bus or a shuttle and you can go check out the haunted mansion at night as well. So there's just like so much stuff that I packed into this three-day experience, including the fact that my new guidebook called Finding Your Magic, it was intended to be an e-book because people like the instant gratification of just hitting a button and getting something right on the spot. But I'm going to do a physical printing of this. And everybody who attends will get a physical copy of this book signed by me. And Dr. Alexander is going to do a signing as well. Um, I mean, it's just, you have to go to the website and, and read about all the details. There's a video of me sitting there talking about all this stuff. You get to see the whole itinerary, and you get to see how this process works, where you buy your hat, and then you'll get a link where you can turn around and buy your tickets for, I mean, your uh, get your room accommodations directly from the Excalibur, so you can customize your rooms. And if maybe you want to stay a little early, come in a day early, stay a day late. You can share your room with another person, save some money there, whatever. So here's how you go and get all the details. Just visit youwillmanifest.com. Okay, it's easy to remember, youwillmanifest.com. Uh, you can also go to joshuapwarren.com, and you'll find a link right there at the top in yellow letters. Um, so either way, youwillmanifest.com will take you directly to the event page where you can look at all the details, watch the video, or go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link at the top. But I just am announcing this right now. I just posted this. I told you ticket sales are coming as we speak. Only 100 people can do this. I uh, hope that you will be one of those 100 people, and we will be partying soon in Vegas. And also I put a link there to um, – a PayPal payment system if you'd like to make payments on this or whatever. That's an option for you as well. So that said, oh boy, I can talk more and more about this. Just go to the website and check it out. Now, that said, let's get back to a continuation of my last podcast because in my last podcast, I was talking about genes and demons and things like that, semi-demonic beings, daemons, and how the people have always been sort of um, confused about the identity of these beings. And I find it interesting that if you study demonology, for example, one of the things that always pops up is that if you want to control a demon, then you have a big advantage if you learn the demon's name. So they're always trying to figure out the name of the demon. And the idea is that somehow, if you know the name of the demon, you can control it. And it's no different than the old folk story, Rumpelstiltskin, where, you know, there's this little, like, evil magical troll who's controlling this woman, and uh, she has to learn his name in order to, to stop him. And um, so that's what the whole story is about, her process of trying to learn his name. And this is something you find all throughout history when it comes to mystical concepts, that, that a name is a type of control. And that's also why that sometimes people are sort of baptized, if you will, with a new name when they uh, enter some new phase of achievement. They are um, they pass through a ritual, and they come out on the other side, and it's like, we now are going to give you this new name. So it goes kind of both ways. Well, this concept is what usually is referred to as true name. And if you just look here at the... Um, encyclopedia definition, it says, true name is a name of a thing or being that expresses or is somehow identical to its true nature. 
I think it's really interesting. It also goes on to say that Socrates, uh, he wrote about this, and he was uh, considering the possibility whether names are conventional or natural. And what that means is whether language is a system of arbitrary signs or whether words somehow have an intrinsic relationship to the things they signify. Now, I'm going to read that one more time because I think that's really interesting. In other words, are words something we just throw, throw around haphazardly, or do words have an intrinsic relationship to the things they signify? And so if you look up true name, you'll find there are many, many different examples of how this has been used in order to try to control things that are often seen as mystical or even intangible. And this is where we get into the area that interests me most. Because even though this definition in the encyclopedia, the encyclopedia says uh, name of a thing or a being, well, when it comes to sort of magical thinking, what I have found is that sometimes you can take any package of abstract information and you can apply a name to that package of information and possibly gain some newfound control over that. So, in other words, um, yes, it's one thing if you're dealing with, with a little troll or whatever, or, or a demon, or even angels. In the Bible, they talked about, you know, angels not wanting to give up their names for this type of reason. Um, I began to wonder about this concept that you have the power to take anything in your life that's causing you some anxiety and you can give it a name and once you give it that name, you now have a handle on it or a power over it that you can use to get rid of it. Now, sure, you could do the opposite with this as well, but let's start with the negative part. So let's say um, you have some type of literally like a phobia. Uh, it could be you're afraid of public speaking, or it could be you're afraid of snakes, or you have some social anxiety or whatever. Or maybe you have a physical pain, something that is hurting you on your body. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how serious it is. Um, what you would do is you would think about that thing and you try to visualize it in some form, even if it just looks like a blob of colors or whatever, or it could look like something very distinctive. I mean, let's, like, let's say you have a pain in your elbow and you envision that as like a little frog sitting there in your elbow or something. It doesn't matter. It's about using your imagination. And then you give that thing a name. Now, the name could be something that is meaningful to you, like, well, I'm going to call this thing Bob, because I used to know this guy named Bob, and he was irritating, and so I'm going to call this Bob, you know. Or you could just come up with some kind of abstract language that sort of rolls off your tongue. I'm going to call this Ingelblut. You know, I hate Ingelblut because Ingelblut's always messing up my elbow, okay? It doesn't matter. As long as you feel like that the name that you come up with is a good match for how you visualize this thing, then 
you're done with the process of, of naming it according to true name. Now, at this point, what you do is you use that name to speak to this problem as if it is a cognizant being. And normally, like let's say if you have an elbow pain, every time the elbow starts hurting, if you call your pain Bob, you say, Bob, I'm sick of this. You get the hell out of here. I am not going to acknowledge you right now. And you, you speak as authoritatively as possible, taking ownership of your body and your life, and you order this thing away, just like you might order some kind of a dark being out of your house if you feel like it's haunting you. This is essentially like casting out a demon. Uh, on the other hand, again, you could use this for positive purposes, which is to apply some kind of a name to an abstract thing that you want to achieve, like success in a, a business or uh, with a relationship or um, just keeping positive energy flowing your way or whatever. And so it really boils down to the fact that this is a technique for creation, a method for you taking your creative power and focusing it so that you can apply it in a very specific way. And so going back to what we were talking about before uh, with some of these creatures like, you know, genies or daemons or whatever, there's always been a bit of a question as whether or not, in some cases, these beings are literally some kind of external um, being that pops up once in a while and messes with you, or if these are things that people c can create. Because if you start using true name to gain control over your body and your life and your life experiences, you might find that you're so good at this that you can start getting really elaborate with it, and that you're creative power kicks into high gear and you might actually start uh, visualizing these things with such force that you actually create what in your experience seems like a being that uh, exemplifies these feelings that you're projecting. Um, so that's one of the, the things that makes this area so fascinating and also so complex because we're dealing with uh, not just human perception, but often one person's perception. And uh, what that means is we have to take into consideration the power or the talent a certain individual has at uh, gaining control over these abstract concepts and ordering them around. So this is a form of magical thinking that can be applied in many, many ways. And I hope that you will experiment with this. So if you have something that bothers you in your life, whether it's a feeling of uh, something uh, emotional or mental, or if it's literally something that's very physical, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, try it out. Try visualizing it in some form. Try giving it a name. You don't have to tell anybody what the name is. You don't have to even tell anybody you're doing this. And then you start ordering this thing around. And it may or may not work instantly, but it's worth a shot. It's worth a try. Just see how quickly you can make progress if you use this method. And that is essentially what true name is about. And if you combine that with what I talked about in the last podcast, you'll see that that um, kind of bookends a lot of this strange activity regarding the magical realm and what these beings may be that we're sort of 
interacting with or appear to be interacting with, uh, and, you know, the, the chicken or the egg, the cause and effect relationship there. So I hope that's interesting to you. And, you know, frankly, when we do my big event, Finding Your Magic, um, I'm sure this is one of the things that we will experiment with. And uh, because I have just a whole list of really cool, interesting things that we're going to talk about and dig into that you probably never dealt with before. You're going to think about things in a new way. You're going to learn things. You're going to go home a better person. You're going to go home able to do things that you were not able to do before. So uh, go again, check out the website right now while you still have a chance of getting a ticket. Youwillmanifest.com. Youwillmanifest.com. You know what? Even if you don't live in Vegas, it's very cheap to get tickets to and from Vegas because it is a convenient, affordable destination. It's such a tourist destination. It doesn't cost a lot of money to get there. It's very easy. So youwillmanifest.com or go to joshuapwarren.com and click the link at the top for all the details. Very exciting time for me. And, of course, I will continue updating you over the coming days. That's why this podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. Yes, I get busy, and sometimes I can't do them every day, but I try my best. It's always free. It's always short. And if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you'll find a link to the podcast as well as to the big event. And that way you can subscribe or you can follow me on Twitter. And I tweet when new ones are posted. So hope you're doing well tonight. Hope you're staying warm. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. <laughs>